As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Travel Time with Karen, with your host, Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours. Get ready to visit some exotic places at home and around the world, and find out how to make your next vacation the experience of a lifetime. Now, here's Karen. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao. Everything's iry and good afternoon on this wonderful Tuesday. It's travel time. I'm Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours, a leisure leisure travel agency in the Austin area for over 18 years, and we specialize in travel that piques your passion. If you need help with travel planning, group travel management, or would like to learn to be a group leader, contact our agents at 512-2819 or visit us at www.peakscruisestours.com. That's peaks, P-E-E-K-S, cruisestours.com. We would love to work with you and like us on Facebook. Well, guys, today's show is jam-packed. We've got some great things going on today. It is cruising continued. But this week we're going to talk to some, um, we call them small ship cruising companies. Uh, They're more on the luxury end of the market. And that will be Paul Gauguin, Viking River Cruises, and American Cruise Line. But to start, I've got to tell you something real quick. The Four Seasons has added branded luxury jet tours for $119,000. That's not a big deal, is it? Anyway, first came the Orient Express train, then the Queen Mary Ocean Liner, and the Four Seasons is now unveiling their um, own Boeing 757 to transport guests around the world. It, you know, Four Seasons is a Toronto-based luxury hotel chain. There's one here in Austin that we like to brag about. But the black aircraft will have an emblazed uh, Four Seasons name on the fuselage, and it will be customized on the interior. And it will feature leather flatbed seats, plush carpeting, 
contemporary lavatories. And, of course, you'll get in-flight Wi-Fi, complimentary. And it'll be staffed with chefs and an onboard concierge to plan spa treatments and tea times for its 52 passengers while en route. Well, this, the Four Seasons operates 92 hotels and private residences. And this particular plane, I want to tell you about the... um, the itinerary, and, and I didn't know this, and I don't know how many of you knew this, but Four Seasons is partly owned by Bill Gates, Cascade Investment LLC company, and a couple of other partners. And it's to fulfill the wealthy's wish to explore the world in utmost comfort. But anyway, the plane will carry 233 passengers on its normal configuration, but on these particular um, itineraries, they're going to, pare it down so that only a few get to go, the elite. And it will start in February with nine destinations, 24-day trip which begins in Los Angeles and includes stops in Bora Bora, Thailand, India, and Turkey as it makes its way to London. And guests will stay at the Four Seasons Hotels at each stop. And like I said, it's $119,000 per person for double occupancy and if you just happen to be a rich um, single millionaire, then it's only $130,000 to travel solo. But in April, the European culture lovers lovers will travel to six cities for 16 days to visit museums, performances at Teatro alla Scala in Milan, an estate theater in Prague, and in t- attend a private gala at the Pavlovsky palace outside St. Petersburg, Russia. The excursion costs roughly half the price of the first trip. So once again, it's 52 passengers included Wi-Fi. Packages include transportations, accommodations, excursions, meals, and drinks. The new jet will include crew and staff and um, can be privately chartered. If you privately charter this plane, the price is $110,000 or more a day. And you have you are required to have a Four Seasons hotel stay in order to get it privately. So, if any of my listeners are out there and think that you would like to be on this adventurous um, trip on this on the um, private jet, then let me know. I would love to be your travel agent and get you on there because the commission's got to be ridiculous. But anyway, beaches in Maui are now smoke free. So if you're headed to uh, Hawaii this year, and Maui specifically for the summer, smoking has been banned on all of its beaches and in all of its parks. So you're going to have to pay attention to that uh, if you're a smoker. I'm going to go ahead as we wait for our um, first guest to call in, talk about some of the top ten things to buy on cruise ships. I talked about this a few months back. But I think it's very interesting because people like to shop when they go on cruises. Not so much when you're on these smaller ships that we'll be talking about today, but on the the big mass companies, Royal Caribbeans, uh, Holland Americans, and the carnivals, um, people go crazy with shopping because you can get some pretty good deals. So let's talk about liquor is the top seller. You can compare prices. Um, everybody always uses the Crown Royal price as the example 
where you will see the difference. You pay twenty one ninety nine, for instance, for a one liter bottle of Crown Wool. U.S. retail prices are typically about thirty six ninety nine or so. Grey Goose is thirty dollars versus forty two ninety nine, and that kind of goes on depending on your preference. Note your duty free liquor will be delivered at the end of the cruise, and your if you're flying home, the bottles have to go in your check luggage, not your carry on. Cigarettes is the second. Um, item that you can get a really good deal on. Now, of course, you can't smoke except in specific areas on cruise ships, um, but it, you can get really good deals if you're bringing them back home. Uh, ten pack, starting at 10-pack, Marlboro's priced about $21, and I have no idea if that's a good deal or not. They just tell me it is, so you'll have to call me and tell me that it is. And if you want to call us and have any conversations with us as we're going through this list or about we're talking to any of our guests if you want to ask questions. The phone number to call is 646-716-9154. The next item would be fine jewelry. Now, there I kind of have an affinity for it because I like I like me some jewelry, although I don't have a lot, but I do like some jewelry. Um, savvy shoppers will find bargains on gold and diamonds, and I think my mother probably has the the Guinness Book book of records for finding gold and diamonds on cruise ships. She she's got more dangles and bangles than she knows than she has limbs to put it on. But anyway, um they advertise up to forty percent off wedding and engagement rings. One of the best times to buy is when manufacturers representatives are on board doing trunk shows. And of course it helps for you to know what you're buying. So we suggest that you um, check out your prices and do some research before you leave home. And and just know that you're going to buy something. Don't try to pretend like you're going to go on a cruise and you're not going to shop because you will. So at least think about some of the items that you may be interested in purchasing prior to going on the ship, and then you can do your homework and figure out whether you're getting a good price or not. Costume jewelry. You'll find yourself going crazy. Um, cruise ships are a great place to find trinkets. There are sidewalk sales where glamorous cocktail rings and um all kinds of stuff, gold by the inch promotions. And usually those, just so you know, are gold filled or silver chains. They're not 14 karat or 24 karat gold, but they're under $50 and everything. Um, they have $10 offers on the last day of the cruise because they're trying to get rid of some inventory before they load back up for the next uh, set of people that are be coming on board. Designer watches, just with fine jewelry, you'll want to do some research, but you'll find really great deals. Carnival and its shipboard catalog, uh, which is delivered to each cabin, advertises Citizen and Bulova watches reduced to up to 40%, and even better deals on Invicta, which my husband lost his mind the last time we were on a cruise, and he bought two Invicta watches in one day. And they say men don't like to shop. I'm just saying. There are some price matching guarantees. Um, look for deals on cheap watches. And these are great opportunities if you have people that you are that you buy for Christmas or birthdays or anniversaries or whatever. It's a perfect opportunity for you to buy some deals, some um, gifts for people and get your Christmas shopping done early, you know. Just plan on buying on board. Apple products are exclusive are exclusive to Celebrity Cruises. They are the first authorized Apple reseller at sea. 
on most of the ships. You can buy Apple products such as MacBook Pro, iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch. And quantities are likely to be limited if you have your heart set on a purchase. You'll want to do it early in the cruise, um, you'll, and you will save on sales tax. Perfume is a, f- a favorite of mine. You know, um, every girl likes to smell good, and, and a lot of guys do too, for that matter. But expect to save up to about 25%, whether you prefer Chanel Number no. 5, Obsession, Tommy Girl, Pure Poison. Um, you'll get a great buy on perfume. Then we have makeup. Makeup. Uh, what can I say about makeup? Decent prices. Sunglasses. Lots and lots of sunglasses. In fact, I need sunglasses. Maybe I'll wait to go on my next cruise to get me some. But cruise line shops also stock a good variety of cheaper options as well as the Oakleys and the Ray-Ban. And then last but not least, your logo merchandise. If you want to walk around with Carnival Cruise Line on your shirt or you want to be Royal or Disney, Disney merchandise especially um, is incredibly um, priced and you get to save on sales tax. So if your ship is wrapping up a season, say repositioning from Alaska to Caribbean, look for additional bargains. So you can see if we ask you what you like to do on vacation, you say shop, cruising will be one of the options offered to you. It's like a Black Friday every cruise, except especially toward the end of the cruise. So those are the top ten, ten things, I think it was, that are you can buy on cruises. And um, we now have, we have Charlotte with Paul Gauguin, and she is going to be our first speaker today. Let me introduce her properly. We'll get her on. Charla Smith of Paul Gauguin Cruises. She's the Southeast Director of Sales. How are you? I'm great, Karen. Thank you I'm for having so me excited. on. I'm so excited we finally got you on. Well, we're excited to be here, definitely. So thank you for cool. inviting us. Well, great. So tell us about Paul Gauguin Cruise Line. Well, we are the longest operating cruise line in um, the French Polynesia area of the world, which is better known as Tahiti. That's one Mm. of the most popular islands. Um, We've been there for about 30 years, and the ship was built for that area. So we've got a great partnership, definitely, with the islands. And and what's tell me about the size of the ship that makes it good for that destination, that area of the world. The, the our flagship is the Paul Gauguin, and then we do have a second ship called Pierre Moana. Um, the Gauguin is it has 332 passengers. Everyone has an ocean view, and the ship was built with a shallower hole because of all the beautiful coral reefs and those holes in that area of the world were very um, sensitive of the beauty and want to help, you know, preserve it. So she has a, a gorgeous marina on the back that you can just hop right off and take off kayaking or snorkeling, paddleboarding, windsurfing. So it's all about the water there, most definitely. One of the most beautiful places in the world. And then our little sister ship, Moana, has only 88 passengers. So she's like having your own little mega yacht out there floating around in the Caribbean or maybe up to Costa Rica and coastline or, or in Europe. Can you imagine being in Europe on an 88-passenger yacht? That's got to be nice. incredible. 
Yeah, it's very cool. It it makes it very intimate, very personal, you know, and you get on and off the ship with such ease on those ports. And you can go to all the smaller ports along the coastline that the bigger ships just can't get to. Right. So what kind of pa- what type of uh, client likes the Paul Gauguin cruises? You know, we're we're more about the experience than the age. Everyone's really quick to to put an age on there and say, well, we attract the young people, we attract the older people, we attract the people looking for soft adventure. You know, we attract the person that wants to be able to kayak. The person who likes riding in a Zodiac instead of a, a lifeboat tender coming to and from the shore. So all different age groups from the 20-year-old honeymooners to the 80-year-olds still in love with life and out there wanting to play in the water. So it's, it's definitely more about enjoying the experience than right. just we have built to a certain age. And so... And so ex- Kind of give a, a visual for the listeners out there because most people think about when they think about cruising, they're thinking about the big ships. That's all they can see in their mind are these mega ships. And so you yeah. are a small ship that they can actually. You guys have an itinerary, but when you make stops, they can actually play in the water while you're stopped. Is that correct? Right. I mean, we definitely have to be, you know, docked or anchored, one of the two. And it depends on the port of call whether we we dock or whether we Mm -hmm. anchor. But either way, we're going to use our marina because we love it. So um, off to both ships, if you can visualize the back of the ship opening up, dropping into the water, and then we use the Zodiac, the motorized rafts like the Navy SEALs and Coast Guard use, so they're definitely, you know, beautiful equipment, state-of-the-art, new. And that's how we transfer our guests around to and from the store line as well as out to some of the um, excursions. And then, you know, we do have other vessels that we use for different excursions. But our ship carries the kayaks and snorkel equipment for every guest on board. Everybody gets their own assigned to them. And then paddle boarding, which... That's always a great laugh when you see me try to paddleboard. So it's <laughs> fun to try. <laughs> but the, that's that's paddleboarding is the stand-up thing with the paddleboard. Yes, paddle it's like being yeah, it's like being on a surfboard with a paddle. Right. That's I yeah. want to try that. Yeah, I spent more time in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun to try. <laughs> and we do have a a great dive program. We have a partnership with Jean-Michel Cousteau and the Cousteau Society, which, you know, they're very well known in um, the marine world and um, the marine biology world. And Jean-Michel comes on board and escorts um, our diving excursions several times throughout the year. So, you know, we, we always post the dates because we know if we have real serious divers, what a thrill to be able to go out with, you know, one of the Cousteau family. Likewise, um, Jean Michel has a special program for children at the peak hmm. times. It's not all year round, but it would be like in the summertime or spring break around Christmas. It's designed for the nine to seventeen year old because we want them to take it seriously. 
you know, even though we're small ships and we really do not have a lot of children sell with this, when we do, we want them to have a superior experience. So imagine your kid learning how to snorkel or taking a hiking expedition with somebody from Cousteau Society. Pretty amazing. That is amazing. And so speaking of that, you know, once again, comparing to the larger ships that have these activities like the casinos on board, what type of things do you do have for your guests to do during the day if you're sailing, for instance? When we're at sea, they, we have a special group of people that sail with us called the Gogins and the Gogans. And they are the young ladies and gentlemen of French Polynesia. They're your host or hostess, as it may be, and they bring alive their culture in different ways. So when you're sailing at sea, they may be doing um, dance instructions. They may be mm-hmm. showing you how to make those beautiful, you know, flower lays. They may be teaching you culinary arts. It gets down to even so much as like they use every single part of a coconut tree and they're going to teach you how they do that. It's pretty fascinating. But they're also delightful. So we do have the the, um, enrichment type of program going on. We do have a small spa. And on the Gauguin, there is a casino. Um, I call it Le Petit Casino because it's definitely much smaller than the big ships have to offer. But we do have one. Um, The Moana, however, does not. The yacht does not have a casino. And then there's all different kinds of things the guests do during the day. Um, We're not really at sea on the Gauguin as much as you are with some of the other vessels. We're cruising primarily at night so that we can be in a destination all day long. Sure. Yeah. So so let's talk about the itinerary. You say the Paul Gauguin goes to, is in Tahiti, right? Right. You would fly into Papiete. Um, we do have <clears throat> air included. If you, you know, book with us, book through you, through Peaks Travel, then they have their economy class airfare included from Los Angeles. So oh, they nice. would just have to get from wherever in the States they are to L.A., and then we take over from there. Um, once they get in Papiete, depending on their flight, they may have a day hotel that we include for them to enjoy until they go to the ship. Once they're on the ship, then they have all their meals, the gratuities, that wonderful water sports marina, those are all included, and a premium beverage package is included in their price. So we're we're definitely a value add. Once you get on the ship, you're cruising seven nights around the French Polynesian islands like Bora Bora. I'm sure the audience out there knows about beautiful Bora Bora. Everybody knows about Bora Bora. Isn't that the truth? I know. (laughs) I have a little girl. I definitely wanted to go there. And so we stay in the French Polynesia area for the seven nights. If you want to extend and take a longer cruise, then we can go out to the Marshall Islands, Cook Islands, um, Marquesas, and then we also venture into Fiji this year. We're in Singapore, Australia, Papua New Guinea. So this mm. depends on the year. Every year our our standard is always seven nights French Polynesia and ten nights Cook and Marquesas. And then we will change up some other itineraries for our past passengers. 
here it's a little bit different. Right. And what about the Moana? Okay, our little yacht, she does Caribbean out of St. Martin. So if you've been there, done that, on the big ships in the Caribbean, and you'd love to see small islands like St. Bart, La Sainte, Jos Van Dyke, Tortola, Virgin Gorda, all those beautiful islands that the big ships just really can't get into, then we invite you to fly to St. Martin, and you can get on the Moana, and she sails into some of the smaller islands. She also goes through the Panama Canal, um, which includes that voyage, includes going through the ABC Islands, uh, Aruba, Curacao, Cartagena, Colombia, through the canal, and then she ends up in Puerto Caldera, Costa Rica. Mm. And we then have some very cool seven-night Costa Rica voyages, which, you know, when you think about Costa Rica, all those beautiful national parks that most the cruise lines don't get anywhere near because they're too big of ships and you have to do land trips. Our little ship can stay closer into the smaller ports and longer in the ports to allow the guests to go see all those beautiful natural areas of Costa Rica. And then she'll go across the Atlantic. And in Europe, we predominantly have seven-night voyages, round-trip Rome, round-trip Venice, round-trip Athens, round trip Nice, and then some one-ways, like Rome to Venice, Venice to Athens. Um, we want to stick with the seven nights because it allows our guests to either extend their stay and have a land package or to do back-to-back cruises. And there's just some people that a long cruise is just not, they can't fit it into their vacation time, so right. having a seven-night voyage is perfect. That's fantastic. And don't you have some theme-type cruises as well? We No, not we've had some guest speakers, I think, is right. probably. You know, like we've had some wine. Yeah, we've had some wine cruises. It's more about um, than having like a traditional theme cruise where but some cruise lines have. We, we're focused more on the enrichment and the education side of it. So we'll have our... Vintners that we, you know, feature their wines on board come on from time to time and share with the guests um, a wine experience by wine tastings on board as well as they might take some excursions on the land depending on where the ship is to visit some vineyards. And then we also have, you know, the Cousteau Society comes on it as lectures and we have had some culinary um, chefs, guest chefs come on and... um, surprise our guests with some wonderful cuisine from different parts mm-hmm. of the world. I love to eat on, I love to eat, period. But especially with <laughs> having a special culinary experience, that's just, I'm such a foodie, I suppose. You know, I am too. And especially when you add nice wines with it, it's like, mm-hmm. can't get much better than that, you know? Yeah, that's it. That's totally it. Yeah. That's the vacation wrapped up in the package right there. So, you know, so, we're you just know, meant take a trip together, aren't we? I think we are. I need to do that really soon, actually. So, I, you know, I'm always telling people that um, I think the Paul Gauguin is great for special occasion celebrations, Those that milestone date, those big birthdays, anniversaries, honeymoons. Um, do you guys do any special things for people that are celebrating while they're on the ship? We do, and it's funny you said that. Because I often, when I'm speaking to consumers, 
refer to us as the special occasion cruise line. So it's like you took those words right out of my mouth. Huh. Imagine uh, that. What? I don't know. It's, we're, <laughs> we're just so in sync. It, and it goes back to, you know, what you said earlier when you talk about like places like Bora Bora, you know, that the word bucket list is almost a cliche now, but it really is appropriate. Every one of us has that. Every one of us has some dream destination that we long to visit. And we're not as, you know, as budget priced as some of the larger ships because of their scale of economy. Their prices can be, you know, very, very reasonable. Right. So we are going to be a little bit higher priced, but we do have a lot included, a great value for that price. And the distance is a little bit greater than just going down to the Caribbean or, you know, Baja, Mexico. So you got a couple things there. So when you couple that, it, we're just ideal for those 25th anniversaries, 30 anniversaries, 40, all those times when the guys need to, you know, get an extra little brownie point and, and do it up big. And we also get a lot of 50th birthdays, 60 birthdays, 40. We just had a, a group of, of um, 30 women that were all turning 40 years old go to oh, wow. um, French Polynesia, left all their boyfriends and, you know, significant others at home, and just all took off to celebrate their 40th birthday. And There's then of course, no way my husband would let me come to go to Bora Bora without him. <laughs> well, you know, there's all, all different reasons to go. So. I know. But it is. It, while it's one of the most romantic places I've ever been to, I mean, the sunset, it, it just takes your breath away. It, it's just like the sky just was set on fire. It's so wow. brilliantly orange and red, and, I mean, it's just amazing to see it. At the same time, there's so much to do. There's so many fun activities. There's really an appeal for all different kinds of age groups. When they get there, they're surprised. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of things. And, you know, when you're in French Polynesia, as opposed to, I pick on the Hawaiian Islands a lot, Hawaii's gorgeous, but it's very, very populated. And when you go to the French Polynesia, you have that same beautiful Polynesian tradition and heritage that the Hawaiian Islands have with one-tenth the people. Right. And so it, it just makes it even that much more of a rich experience. And with our small ship, can you imagine getting off in a port and there's only 300 of you and you're the only ship in port? Wow. Well, That's you know, speaking of that, my staff is always getting on me about needing to have a um, having a retreat. So maybe that's the maybe Bora Bora and uh, the Pago Gan is what we need to have our retreat on, so we can do some bonding. Um, and speaking of that, what is what are the requirements for groups? Our standard group policy: you you only need five cabins. So it because we're such a small ship, it's much mm-hmm. much lower. And then if for the group leaders out there, um, we do have tour conductors that you can earn. That's normally one for nine, so the ninth passenger would go free. And then, you know, and you being our one of our travel partners, you would just call our group department. What's nice is we're so small, you talk to the same people over and over, and we build a relationship with you, which means right. then when it comes to your group, we can really cater to your needs just that much more 
um, in talking to the ship and telling them what you need for that particular group. It's really, it's really wonderful to have such a small, intimate company. Well, we sure do appreciate you coming on today, Sharla. Is there are there any specials or anything our listeners need to know about Paul Gauguin in coming months? There are. Yes, there are, and I would invite you to, to get in touch with Karen because she is your local expert. She's going to always have our best rates. We have 50% off on, on our rates for 2015. We're open on both ships all the way through 15, and we also will from time to time have shipboard credit on some of the sailings, so take advantage of that as well. We find that our average guest books about four to six months in advance to get the best rate. So keep that in mind when you're planning as well. Great. Well, thanks so much, Sharla. We're, we're going to get us a group. We're going to have our retreat out there. I've just decided. We just have to figure out when. Well, I think I need to go along and escort and make sure you all have a really good time. There you go. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> well, that. thank you. And thank you so much for inviting us to be part of your show today. It's our pleasure to be here. Have a great week. Thank you. You do the same. Okay, bye-bye. Well, there you go, Paul Gauguin. If you've not looked at Paul Gauguin, they are an absolute fabulous way to celebrate a special time in your life. And with that, we're going to go have a break, and then we'll have our next guest speaker on in a couple minutes. It's travel time with Karen. Polynesians have been welcoming visitors to their shores for centuries with warm smiles and open hearts. Paul Gauguin Cruises, a luxury small ship company, prides themselves on this principle of welcoming, warmth, and service. A Paul Gauguin Cruise is all-inclusive, making the worry over signing for extras a non-issue and allowing guests to truly relax. Cruise fares include a sumptuous meal, room service, beverages, including beer and select wine and spirits, entertainment, water sports, including kayaking, snorkeling, and paddleboarding, and gratuities for room stewards and dining staff. On itineraries on board the Gauguin, round-trip airfare from Los Angeles is also included. With our vessels visiting small ports that larger ships simply cannot access, You'll explore hidden gems and veer off the beaten path, bask in an unstructured environment filled with exciting activities. Your stay can be as action-packed or as relaxing as you like. Follow the sun as you choose which award-winning vessel to join us on. The 332 guests, MS Paul Gauguin, will sweep your way to Tahiti, French Polynesia, and the South Pacific or choose an even more intimate adventure aboard the 88 guest MV Terramona and escape to Europe, the Caribbean, and Latin America. Crew to guest ratios at sea in our signature Polynesian flair. For more information or to make a reservation, please call your travel professionals at Peaks Cruises Tours at 512-252-8919 or visit Peaks cruisestours.com Thank you so much for your time and as we say in Polynesian Maruru And just remember on board one of Paul Gauguin's small all-inclusive luxury vessels every destination feels like home
Well, we're back. It's travel time with Karen. And next on our show today, I'm excited to say we have Eric Molina, Director of Business Development for Viking River Cruises. And Viking is blowing it up in the river cruise market. So I want to say hello, Eric. How are you today? Polynesian. Hi, Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. I am so good. You know, every time I look around, Viking River Cruises is just, they're announcing something that you're doing. They're talking about how fast you're growing. Uh, River cruising is the hottest new trend. What's going on with you guys? Well, I have to certainly agree. Uh, The river segment has been growing leaps and bounds, uh, almost three times faster than some of your ocean cruise business out there. But, yeah, Viking uh, seems to continue to be the leader in the segment. Uh, we just christened 18 new ships in, in four different countries over the past week there, uh, about three week, about a month ago now, being that it's the end of April. Uh, that happened over in Europe uh, uh, mid, uh, mid-March. 18 ships, that's correct. We added 16, um, 16 ships, in, actually, in fact, in less than 24 hours. So we broke our own Guinness uh, World Record that we held uh, from, the, from the previous year in 2013. This year we were able to do 16 in 24 hours, 18 total within uh, a matter of a couple of days. So uh, 18 new ships to the fleet. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's, the thing is, is that we are just trying to keep up with the demand that's out there for river cruising. Uh, these are the old waterways, the old highways uh, within these countries. Uh, the river segment, not just Viking, but the entire river segment, continues to be less than 10% of total traffic uh, along those European waterways. So uh, for folks that are a little bit concerned with the growth and and the maybe overcrowding of some quaint towns, it's it's not to be the case just because, again, the other 90-plus percent of traffic are uh, is goods and services going up and down the river, just a lot more countries doing business with each other. So, again, uh, with 190 passengers on the vessels, um, it may seem like a lot of long ships, 30 new long ships in the last three years, but we're only moving 190 folks at a time. Right. So, so what's making? What do you think um, makes river cruising so popular? I think the all-inclusive style pricing is a, a is a is a huge huge component. But uh, furthermore, I, th- I think folks are just tired of being nickel and dimed. Uh, they, they truly are looking for a complete immersion where the, maybe on your larger ocean cruise vessels, the, you know, the hardware, the actual ship is more of the destination. It's the complete opposite with river cruising. Um, with river cruising, it's essentially your floating hotel. The whole point of a river cruise is to wake up in a different city every day and have the entire day within that destination. And again, to be completely immersed, have all your tours, excursions already included, have a couple different choices on what you do want to experience and what pace of service you want to participate in, already all included for you. Wow. And um, so you say you have eight, you christened 18 ships recently, but how many are in the fleet? Uh, 54 ships total now in the fleet. We're celebrating our 18th year anniversary uh, this coming year here. And uh, remember, we did start the company with four ships in Russia. 
So uh, our, our founder, Torstein Hagen, likes to tell a very interesting story, and he did tell it again at the, uh, the christening ceremony, uh, you know, 18 years ago, 17, 18 years ago. It was just two guys with a couple cell phones that sometimes worked and sometimes did not. But uh, that's uh, very humble beginnings. And, again, it's a, it's a concept. It's the visionary of it being just a wonderful way to travel. No more going from hotel to hotel. Again, this is a seamless way to sail through some of the most beautiful places in the world, whether it's Europe, Russia, China, uh, Southeast Asia. It, it's it's a way to not have to pack and unpack more than once and not just be stuck out at sea or your days at sea. You have the ability to actual, actually experience the culture, the people, and uh, everything that has to do with the destination and a little bit of the nightlife as well because, again, on some of the more uh, longer itineraries or more in-depth itineraries, I should say, we do overnight in some of the uh, greater cities of the world. And that was going to be my next question was, um, do you only do seven days or what's the longest itinerary you have out there? Uh, I mean, I think our flagship itinerary is a 15-day, 14-night Grand European Tour from Amsterdam to Budapest. Uh, the shortest itinerary would be an 8-day, 7-night itinerary, which would be around uh, Nuremberg to Budapest or along the Rhine, which is our Rhine getaway. But 8-day, 7-night would be our shortest, whether you're in France or along the Danube or the Rhine. Uh, longest itinerary out there is going to be our 17-day uh, China's Culture Delights on the Yangtze River. Without combining, you know, more than one itinerary, that is our single most uh, longest itinerary if you're just looking at one actual destination. It would be China. Our most popular itinerary, I think, since we do attract so many first-time cruisers, um, and and I'm not sure if a lot, yeah, a a ton of first-time cruisers. With that being said, folks that have never been on an ocean cruise, they've never had it any interest in sailing with two, three, four, five thousand of their closest friends, just not of interest. Maybe they have motion or seasickness issues. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with why river cruising has done so well because we speak to uh, to those folks as well as your individuals that are coming over from ocean cruising and are, are really excited about the new longship design that have we have the ability to deliver a true two-room suite option. Everything from your 400 and almost 50 square foot cabin to, I mean, there's five different price points on the longships. But back to your original question with regard to the most popular itinerary, I think your eight-day, seven-night along the Rhine or the Danube continue to be the leaders just because, uh, again, first-time cruisers or folks that are coming over from ocean cruising, and they don't know if they're going to like river cruising just yet, so they kind of stick their toes in. And, and go with an eight-day, seven-night. Um, I think our flagship itinerary continues to do very, very well for your folks that are maybe coming over from some of your longer experiences on the ocean or land motor coach tours. That would be our 15-day, 14-night, and they would experience the Rhine, the Mine, the Mine-Danube Canal, and the Danube River, and that's that Amsterdam to Budapest itinerary. Wow. So do you have a certain type of clientele or are you seeing a diverse population doing river cruising? I would say, you know, where where it used to be something that was early, early in our early years, um, 
you know, I, I think for the most part it was it was a solid sixty five and over. You know, sixty two to you know and and above. If I have to put an age on it, now now you're seeing an, it's a, you know what we call an active fifty plus year old. Uh, that's going to be the majority of, of on of who's on a Viking cruise, an active fifty plus year old. We are still seeing folks in you know their early to mid forties, and and folks that are you know well above that active fifty plus year old age, um, whether they're sixty, sixty five, seventy you know, 80 years old, um, because the destinations that we do speak to, some of them are very exotic port collector destinations, such as uh, Vietnam and Cambodia. Uh, we're also sailing on the Irrawaddy River this year, which which we're combining Thailand and Myanmar, which is the country formerly known as Burma. So with these port collector uh, type itineraries, very much bucket list destinations, uh, we are going to attract your, you know, again, your active 50-plus-year-old individuals that are looking for um, an exotic destination and or looking to just kind of scratch off the last couple places they haven't been or the last couple continents they haven't visited. Right. So that's my that's my group of people, the active, very active, very active 50-year-olds. So I need to get on one of those and, and see what it's all about. I know um, I've talked to a couple people that have actually taken kids on board. Do you get many children on board these ships? Uh, I would say no. If I have to answer that question uh, directly, I would say no. If if we get a handful of children on any given itinerary a year, it's a lot for us just because we don't have any kids' programs. Mm -hmm. There are no activities on board that are geared towards children. We also don't have any triples or quads. Everything's double occupancy except for uh, some single cabins that we do have um, right. on some vessels. But other than that, everything is double occupancy, no triples, no quads, no connecting rooms, uh, and there's no Nickelodeon or Disney on TV. So um, <laughs> just, you know, just being straightforward. Thing, so it, it can be a good thing, but, I, you know, again, it, it is a – it is a policy that we have that nobody under the age of 12, we've had some exceptions made if it's, if, you know, if it's maybe later in the sales season and there's a multi-generational cruise type thing going, but um, really it's a, it's a 12 and over just because that child's going to be bored out of their mind. Unless, mm-hmm. again, they're well-traveled, um, and, and, and we do make some exceptions. Are you, what about onboard activities? Are there any onboard activities for adults? Yeah, no casino on board, um, and you're not going to have your Las Vegas-type shows like you have on an ocean cruise. But all, everything that happens on board has everything to do with where you're sailing um, in the world. So all your beautiful hands-on demonstrations, whether it's how-to-cheese tasting, glass-blowing demonstration, wooden shoe carving, apple strudel demonstration, all of those taste-of and local flavor events happen on um, on board and then the piano bar, the observation does become, the observation lounge does become a piano bar type atmosphere in the evening. And we do have local folkloric entertainment that's done. It's very well done on board. And there is a dance floor, which again, uh, with all of the tours and excursions already included, some folks are kind of worn out by, uh, you know, about an hour, hour and a half after dinner. But for those that really want to enjoy a true nightcap, uh, you know, on, in most cases, you're a five, ten-minute walk from the city center with a river cruise. So 
you know, for those folks that have done an ocean cruise and maybe wanted to experience, say, Barcelona or Rome or some of these, you know, great destinations that you were there from 10 to 3 on an ocean cruise, it's not the case. When you come into Vienna, you're there all day. You're not going to leave until about, you know, 12 to 2 a.m. Same thing with Budapest, Cologne, Amsterdam. A lot of these destinations along the river, you're there either through the wee hours or overnight. And, um, you know, if you enjoy a nightcap or you want to go dance or you want to check out the local entertainment, you certainly can do so. But there are things that are happening on board for those folks that don't want to get off the ship. And it, and it operates very much like a uh, like a hotel. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I was talking to my parents about going, and my mom has some um, physical challenges. Um, do you have accessible accommodations on board? Well, the nice thing is all the long ships were designed, and we put in elevators. So they go from the middle deck, which is the reception area, where the restaurant's going to be, up to the observation lounge upper deck. So they don't go to the main deck, and they don't go to the sun deck, but I think being that it is on two of your three levels of passenger accommodations, it, it very much helps out. There are no, um, you know, I would say handicap accessible rooms. There's no wheel-in showers. You know, Europe kind of just plays with a certain uh, different set of rules. And I, and I don't really, I truly don't think it's the ship or the actual vessel that becomes an issue. It's those cobblestones and the fact, the fact of the matter is the motor coaches just don't have the lifts if folks can't manage the two, three steps to get into the motor coach. Um, you know, scooters, these, these scooters seem to be being made a lot lighter and more collapsible as we go on, which, you know, I've seen a couple folks utilize those, but getting on and off the ship might even also be an issue with river cruising, just putting it out there, because sometimes you do tether right next to each other, where sometimes you know, there'll be a Viking ship and you'll have to walk through brand A, Y, X, Y, Z to, to get to the shore. Um, and although we have elevators, they may not. Right. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So any, do you have any uh, specials or anything that you want our guests, our listeners to know about Viking um, that's coming up in the next few months or next year or anything? Absolutely, Karen. I think the biggest thing to to kind of put out there with river cruising, not just early booking discount-wise, but just kind of conditioning our minds because it's so much different than than any other segment of travel. Again, we're only dealing with the maximum capacity of 190 passengers on average. So what that means is that these, these ships do fill up very quickly and so far in advance because, again, river cruising is so popular, the destinations we visit are so beautiful, but at the end of the day, we only have 95 staterooms on board. So uh, the average booking window right now for uh, just across the board, whether it's mar- for our entire sales season, March through December, is about 10 to 11 months in advance. If, you're, wow. if, your, passengers, yeah, if your passengers are looking to sail during what we would call the most ideal time to be in Europe, which would be May or September, some of those dates are booked anywhere from 11 to 14 months in advance. So it is something where, you know, folks that don't usually buy green bananas uh, may have right. to uh, kind of reevaluate that if they want to go at a certain time to a certain destination. But uh, there are plenty of opportunities to still sail this year for folks that are more flexible. 
and don't necessarily have to have a certain accommodation. So 2014, we have released, say, what we would like to call some of our tactical promotions, and then our early booking discount for 2015 is currently in place, which is going to offer a up to two-for-one cruise land, and the most important thing, right, how are you going to get over there? Air. So up to two-for-one cruise land and air on uh, select destinations, and that's our current early booking discount that expires May 31st. So uh, that's what you currently see being advertised. Um, And let's not forget about, uh, again, 2014 Christmas markets right around the corner for folks that are a little bit more flexible and they can make plans to to sail here within the next six, seven months. It's a great way to add value to your, uh, say, your Rhine River Cruise or your Danube River Cruise to experience the Christmas markets in, in Europe. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. That really sounds like a lot of fun. Is it cold? Real cold? I would say, look, I, I you know, I, I just came out. Uh, I flew from San Antonio this morning. It was almost 80 degrees when I left, and I got into Dallas, and it's 48 degrees and raining sideways. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 I really don't know what is cold and what's not. But look, I've been very fortunate. Every time I've experienced the Christmas markets, yes, it's been cold. But I guess that's what the, that's what the glue line is there for. Um, right. But it, it, it's I've I've been very lucky to not have to deal with uh, you know rain or 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 a wet snow. It's always been a nice dry snow if it was on the ground, and if not, it was just cold. So right. Um, I, well, you know those are that's a seasonal itinerary. It's something that goes from right after Thanksgiving all the way up until almost Christmas Eve. So. It's a wonderful thing. They do it a lot different than we do here in the U.S. as far as, um, you know, Christmas and, and the markets and so And it's just a wonderful thing to at least experience once in, in someone's, uh, someone's lifetime. So that, that's a that's a added value. The price point's right, and you're able to experience the actual river cruise idea or vacation concept. Well, that's cool. And the next time you're in San Antonio, you need to let us know in advance, and we can come down and meet you. All right, that sounds great to me. And well, thanks we're not, for we're being not, on the. Go we're ahead. not sailing on any. We're not sailing in any rivers yet in Texas. So, well, there's um, no water. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> we gotta have water, water on the river. <laughs> yeah, but there there are talks. I have to tell you, there are talks with this ever emerging river market. There are talks that. Maybe one day we'll be on the Mississippi and go round trip New Orleans. But uh, again, still a um, still an idea, nothing official. And but just keep your eye out uh, for right. for the possibility. Yeah, something domestic. But I appreciate you having me on, Karen. Thank you so much from everyone here at Viking. We do appreciate everything you all do for us. Thank you for being on. Talk to you soon. Bye bye now. All right, so that was Mr. Eric from Viking River Cruises, and next we are going to have American uh, Cruise Line, but real quick I want to mention some last-minute deals um, for FunJet Vacations. Um, We've got some deals that are going to be ending pretty soon, but I thought it would be important for you guys to know about it. Cancun and the Riviera Maya. Beach Palace All-Inclusive Resort is two kids, 12 and under, stay and play and eat free. Can't beat that. 
Cancun, the Ibero Star, Maya, all-inclusive, save up to $300 per reservation. The Dominican Republic and Punta Cana, the Grand Palladium, Bavada Suites, resort, two kids, 12 and under, stays and plays for free. And then Hawaii, the Big Island, the Hilton, Waikoloa Village, kids stay free from $374 per um for vacation, and then Honolulu, Aluani, uh, Disney Resort, kids stay free. Lots of kids staying free. So if you're if you're looking for um, vacation with your kids and family right now, we've got a lot of opportunities for your kids to stay free. So you need to contact Peaks Cruises and Tours and let us book your family vacation this summer. And the last one I'm going to mention real quick is Montego Bay, Jamaica, the Oasis at Sunset. Um, if you book now, you save up to 62%. So these these things, these specials have travel dates, and they have booking date um, limitations. So you need to contact us as soon as possible if you're still in the process of planning your vacation. And with that, I am going to bring on... Let me find my notes here. I'm all discombobulated. We're going to go a little over time today, but that's that's going to be okay. We have Susan Schultz, Director of Sales of American Cruise Line, um, and I'm really excited to talk to her as well because American Cruise Line is relatively new compared to some of these others. At least that's my perception. She'll probably correct me as soon as she comes on board and tells me that's not so. But they've got some itineraries, and I keep talking every week. I've been mentioning the lobster cruise that they do. So we're going to get to talk to her right now. Great. Well, hi, Karen. Hi. Hi, Karen. Nice that you're with us. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for inviting us. I really do appreciate it. And you're right, that lobster bait cruise, there's nothing like it. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm dying to do that. My husband's been dying for lobster, and we just cannot find good lobster. So we're better to get it than up in that area of the country. You can do Maine Coast or New England, and you're guaranteed the best lobster ever. (laughs) Okay, we'll have to. I don't know how many retreats we can have this year, but... (laughs) Uh, you get never to, know. We get to Bora Bora, <laughs> and then we're gonna have to do Maine, the lobster, the lobster cruise too. So I'm looking All forward right. to it. So, how long have you guys been around? Oh, we've been around for actually a long time. I'm going to date myself. I've been around for a very long time myself. Uh, you know, we start out with one vessel that um, started cruising in 2000, and we've just progress from there on with six vessels currently and four new ones that we're announcing in the future between 2014 and 2017. So the growth is just incredible. That's good. It truly is. So where where are you guys cruising? Well, um, that brings, I was going to say, you know, I was listening to a little bit of Viking and Eric did a great job. Um, But, you know, I'm taking everybody a little bit closer to home, right in their own backyard. We actually offer 35 different itineraries in 28 different states in the United States. You know, I tell people all the time, we forget what we have in our own backyard. It's a gorgeous Mm -hmm. country. And Mm -hmm. if uh, if someone out there is interested in cruising here in the United States, I guarantee we have the exact itinerary they're looking for. Yeah, we Um, keep saying that, you know, we do a lot of groups and, 
as a rule, travel agents take people away from the United States. And so one of the commitments we've made is to start um, promoting more group trips within the United States as well, especially with companies like yours available. Right, and it's true, and we make it very easy for our clientele to really come on board. And, you know, you know, you think about it, you don't have to fly to many of our destinations. You can either drive. We always have parking available in each one of our locations, as well as a lot of times they can take the train. So, you know, they can fly as well, but, you know, there's other options for them, which they don't have when they fly to, to other areas in other countries. So it is. It's a, it's a big difference, and it's an option I think a lot of our probably a lot of your listeners right now are not aware it's available. That's our biggest issue is educating um, listeners and, and travelers that this is an opportunity to cruise right here in their own backyard, and it's a beautiful way of seeing the different areas. You know, you can go to Main Coast and you can travel by land, but to see it by the water, there's just nothing like it. It's, it's just gorgeous. It really is. Well, you know, one of your slogan is small ship cruising done perfectly. What does that mean? Well, you know what? It's, um, it's the atmosphere on board as well as all the amenities that we offer on our ships. It's that up-close and personal view that you're able to see. We hold no more than 150 passengers. So you can imagine um, the intimacy and the, the views and the um, – I want to say the one-on-one attention that our staff is able to give each one of our clients, it's just incredible. Once, you know, I hear it all the time from passengers because I do go on board quite frequently. Is as soon as they come on board, I hear it all the time. They said, I'm never going anywhere else. This is it. This is exactly what I've been looking for. And it's all about that personalization and, again, as we say, small ship cruising done perfectly because I feel that that's what we do for our clients. Um, what makes American Cruise Line so unique? Well, Share I think it's distinctions with me. There, <laughs> there's quite a few, but I'll start a few of them. First of all, it's we hold between 50 and 150 passengers. That that's a big big dis- distinction, I should say. We're an all American experience. It's an American built. We we build our vessels in um, our shipyard company in Salisbury, Maryland. So it's all American. We have uh, it's a U.S. flagged and it's an all American crew. So that speaks volumes right there, and that does set us apart from a lot of our competition, a lot of other cruise lines out there. In fact, we do have one of the largest staterooms um, that are available with well over 220 square feet. So they're very, very spacious. Wow, that is. Um, they are. They are, and even on our brand new Queen of the Mississippi, we actually have over 300 square feet. So it, it is. With most of them are with private balconies, and when we say private balconies, that means no one can walk in front of them. So it really is. It gives them an extraordinary view to wherever we're cruising to. Um, the other thing is one-on-one seating at dining. I think that's important for our clients. Um, they're able to casually go. We have a complimentary cocktail hour every evening, and they casually go to dinner. They can sit with whomever they want, uh, with friends that they came with or new friends that they actually met on board, which happens all the time. Um, oh. So those kind of things set us apart. Um, we have entertainment every evening. I know uh, one thing that also sets us apart is we have elevators on all of our decks. And I think that it is, and it's an ease for going around our vessels. And we do accommodate handicapped staterooms. We do have those available, too. So we really do 
accommodate a mixture. You know, I see, um, you know, our clientele is, mm, I would say, 55 on up, but I also see a lot of multi-generations coming on board. They like to celebrate. Say, for example, they're celebrating uh, their 50th anniversary. They like to bring along their their children as well as their children's children. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you know, it's just an excellent um, all-around Um, like-minded passengers that cruise with us. The other thing I want to point out that we find an increased demand for is single balcony staterooms. And that's something as we're we're building our vessels, um, for example, on the Queen of the Mississippi, 15% of the staterooms are actually single balcony staterooms. So we really do accommodate our single travelers. Um, I think what what is interesting is that our single travelers feel extremely comfortable on board. You know, having a, no more than 150 passengers, they do get that personalization, and that's what they're looking for. Right. Well, so those um, are just two things that set us apart. I could go on and on, Karen, so I don't want to, you know. But, but, but no, I, I, I think that's great because people need to know about you guys. It, you know, you've got this other thing because, you know, eating and drinking is another one of my favorite activities. And you've got the Eat Local Dining Program. Yes, and that's something we just uh, recently introduced, and we're very excited, and we're getting some excellent response from it. And, and you know, American Cruise Lines is really feeling like we're, it's, it's part of our duty to support the different local ports of call that we go to. So we really have come up with a great purchasing of the, um, you know, the different um, fresh um, and the best dishes that we can have for our clients, and we do this locally. And I think this helps our economy. It's helping the um, the ecosystem and all the different regions that we go to, and we feel that that's a very important part of what we do and give back to our communities, and our passengers love this. And besides that, they get this freshly caught Northwest salmon and, of course, your, your lobsters that you like, Karen. All right. <laughs> For example, I'll give you an example, Karen. You know, Karen, by the end of this, I know we're going to have you on one of our lobster cruises. Yes, but you will. Give, <laughs> give you an example of one of our shore excursions in Maine. We actually have a lobster man that, and he truly is. It's, it's I, Captain Jack, in fact, is his name. And he comes on board in the evening and educates our clients on the history of the lobster, how to how to eat lobster correctly, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the next day he takes six passengers at a time out on his lobster boat, and they go up and they pull up the lobster traps. They learn all about what he wow. does daily. And it's just a really – that's the personalization that we do with our shore experiences as well. And I, like I said, the experience on board is important, but also the shore experience is extremely important for us. So who is your typical passenger? Um, I kind of touched on it briefly, but it's a, a passengers that are 55 on up, very um, like-minded passengers. They, you know, a lot of them have cruised um, – uh, different places, but not necessarily. Some of our passengers have never cruised, and this is something they're they're looking to do. Um, but they really uh, enjoy the camaraderie that we have on board. It's very re- set back, relaxed, resort casual, and they just really sit back. We they come on board once, unpack, and we take them off to Newport, Block Island, Martha's Vineyard. I mean, just incredible places at the peak times to be there. That's you know, this is a fascinating way to get people to get on ships that swore they would never get on a ship. Exactly. Because they're smaller, 
they're they're in the United States. You know, I, I meet a lot of people that say they're not gonna they're not gonna get on the big cruise cruise liners because they don't want to be out in all that water. They can't drink that much water, is what they tell me. And then a lot <laughs> of them are, just don't want to get um, passports or have to worry about documentation. Very true. We we hear that all the time, Karen. And I think one way I, I explain it to our passengers is, you know, we see land at all times. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That is. And I think one other thing is, one thing I hear from passengers that go on, on some of the larger ships is that I didn't have enough time in the different destinations. And we typically only cruise 30, 20 to 30% of the time. The rest of the time we are in those unique ports of call. And that's right. what drove them to come with us anyway is to go see – uh, the Mississippi River, and to go see Alaska or Puget Sound and San Juan Islands or Columbia State River. So that's what drew them first place, and we allow them enough time to explore those different areas. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Are, are there anything out there about American Cruise Line that you want our listeners to know about you guys? That we are truly small ship cruising done perfectly. <laughs> no, really, an excellent. <laughs> perfectly. I and, love that. Um, and definitely come um, visit our website. Um, it's www.americancruiselines.com, or they could contact us at 800-814-6880. We're open seven days a week. Um, I also wanted to mention, you know, we do have our coastal vessels, which do main coast all the way down to Florida through the intercoastal waterway. Um, we also offer the heartland of the United States on the brand-new Queen of the Mississippi. That's our paddlewheeler. It's an authentic paddlewheeler. So what better way to see the Mississippi than sitting back and relaxing on a paddlewheeler? We all also right. do, the Columbia, we do the Columbian Snake River on a paddlewheeler as well. And then we do Puget Sound and San Juan Islands. And, by the way, we're the only ones that do that itinerary. So that's, it's, a good, it's, that's, my, that's another one of my to-do lists is the Puget Sound. It, it's abs- it is gorgeous. It is. And also Alaska on, on a vessel that only has 100 passengers. You can't see Alaska much better than that. That's, that's amazing. Well, we appreciate you coming on. We, I know we've been trying to connect for a little while now, and so I'm well, so glad that we finally got a chance to talk to you. I am too, Karen, and any time. And, again, thank you very much for inviting us to have this chance to speak with your listeners. Absolutely. And you have a fabulous day. We're going to get some people on American Cruise Line. Let me, what's, your, what's, your, um, what's your group policy? Um, it's 12 or more passengers. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So we definitely do groups quite frequently. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, Karen, thank you very much. Well, there we go. That's the end of our show. We've extended. So if we lost some of you guys while – if we lost you while we were live, um, you can now listen to us as a record it and get the rest of the show, we'll be talking to you soon. It's travel time with Karen. No better time than now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.